Okay. Hello. What, where are you, Bloodletter? Cannot see you. Oh, oh there she is. Hello. Hands hey, up. Hey, hey. <laughs> or the camera down so we can see more of you. I can only see part of your face. Yeah. So, it's the most alluring part of my face. It is yeah. pretty alluring. You got a lot yeah. of lurings. <laughs> a lot more. Sleepy eyed kind of look you got going there. Huh? <laughs> right. Let's not, come on, Bloodletter. Okay, there here we go. go. There we go. <laughs> I'm up. I'm up. <laughs> so, so am I right now. <laughs> I'm eating a hot dog. Slowly. Yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> worse. Oh, here I go. <laughs> I just put on new underwear too. Did you sell the last pair? I'm I'm working on. Do you want to buy it? Like the no, last one? No, one I'm good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Take it slowly, slowly. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a fun show. Answer. That that was. It's just like, like I said, though, it was just hard to hear because of the echo. Yeah. It was just a fun watch. I just enjoyed oh, doing yeah. those watches with you guys. And, uh, yeah. You know, the giant claw is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Oh, Blood Letter, you are in for a treat with the giant you claw. Really... Oh, my God. That is is so that good. the one that you posted on my timeline? Probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the picture. Yes, yes. Right. With the big bird? Yes. Yep. Yes. That's the giant claw. You will not be big disappointed. Big as a battleship. Let me tell you. Yes. That's fantastic. I am Montag, master of illusion. What goes up, hands up, must come down, <laughs> but not always. Hands down. <laughs> I'm Chop Top. And I am Bloodletter. You <laughs> are listening to... Heavy. Heavy. Metal. Metal. Get your horns up, Blood Letter. Oh, Hands up. Kids, kids, kids. I just want to say one thing. Tonight, we are talking about one of the seminal gore classics of all time. 1979's Lucio Fulci's Zombie. I remember the first time I saw this movie, I think it was a drive-in. I forget what the double feature was. Maybe like Blood Beach or something horrible like that. Other than it being a little slow at the time, I remember it taking a while. I was more mesmerized by the gore and the way cool scenes that we'll talk about as we go through it. Chop Chop, in a, in a minute or so, give us a brief response to the movie, perhaps, and then we'll dig in deeper after Blood Letter. Uh, you know, I, I think it's still, it's a classic horror staple. We'll talk some things I didn't like, you know, later as we go on. Sure. As I watched it again. First time I saw it, I think, was, uh, actually, Montague, I think I watched it with you the first thing you introduced me to it. Oh, I'm so glad and, I could pop that cherry for you <laughs> yes you did it was what i think is really cool about it is is how the opening scene just brings you in right away you know on that boat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and then what happens to that the zombie goes overboard kind of like gives you a little foreshadowing what's going to come 
later. And then from there, I just like the whole idea of, you know, this, this the whole island, this epidemic or pandemic going on there. And uh, doctor trying to figure out, as he's already screwed up everything by experimenting and stuff, island gets overrun by these zombies and there's only a couple survivors, basically. There's, I think the thing that stands out the most, it's the only film in history that shows a zombie wrestling a shark. That's just price of admission alone to see that. Um, it's cool. The effects are traditional. It's very gory. Of course, when the Italian period, they really like the bright colors and bright reds, and especially Jallo films and and whatnot. I just think that it's a whole different tone of horror, Italian horror, you know, definitely than American mm-hmm. horror, as opposed. And you could even say that, I guess, with, with Japanese horror and everything else. But it has definitely has its own style. They're they're a lot more stylized, yeah. a lot more colorful. Uh, colors are very bright, like I said, and. Man, those those traditional effects were wonderful. Uh, the makeup was great. I didn't look up who did the makeup for that film or something, but uh, I'm, I'm sure he probably did most of Fulci's films because there's a similarity that kind of ties in with the effects in other films that he does. It's, it's enjoyable. Probably really doesn't, you know, get moving. You know, they're, they're trying to set a lot a lot of backstory and get things. You know, obviously with any film, but probably the last half hour is probably the most uh, enjoyable. Okay. Covered a lot of ground. We'll get back to it. Great summary. Blood Letter, this was your first time seeing Zombie. Yeah, the first time I watched it, um, I had these guys just yapping in my ear. Da, 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 and the only time they <laughs> shut up is when the naked women came on the scene. <laughs> we don't know oh. who you're talking about. Yes. Uh, but I loved it. I absolutely loved that movie. I liked the storyline. It did drag on or whatever, but uh, as uh, Chapsap said, they are um, really good makeup. Really love the makeup, um, and especially for '79, that was you know amazing. I think, mm-hmm. um, and I did like the storyline of the mad scientist and how he said he believed in science, but like not in voodoo, and so this really made him question like what was going on, you know, and, and for future science reasons and uh, science reasons. Uh. Science. <laughs> she blinded me. What <laughs> yeah. Scientific research. Mm. I'm trying to sound right. smart. Um, so, yeah, I really, I really, really, really liked this film. I thought it was uh, good. And as Chap Top also mentioned, the zombie and shark fight who who in the hell knew that could happen mm-hmm. you know because they're kind of lethargic on walking dead so to see one actually well, was the zombie here now i just felt bad for the shark after hearing what they did to him to get him to do that, to do that scene but yeah. uh what would they, they do just, they just drugged it yeah, pretty severely uh, they drugged it i i've become more of a militant uh animal rights person i could never Never approve of that kind of behavior. Even if the shark was unharmed, that's fine. Oh, I thought it was like probably. I thought it would be like a mechanical or something like that. No, no, it was a real shark. They just drugged it. Yeah, they just drugged it. Mm. But um, imagine being the guy going in there, like, okay, I want you to get in there, wear the zombie makeup, and wrestle that shark. Yeah, (laughs) then he's got like hold his breath because he can't have bubbles coming out. Hey, Jaws, we're gonna wrestle. Yeah. I, yeah. I like what you had mentioned, Bloodletter, about this this theme of this science and meets religion or superstition. Um, yeah. 
from whose point of view, like for the for the people who practice voodoo, it's their religion. For the scientist, he wasn't sure if it was a religion or just you know superstition or. But he was questioning. You know, that was yeah. kind of interesting because he was asking us. I caught like, that when my friend shut up. I, and yeah. then the doctor was like, you know, I believe in science. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And then, you know, not sure about religion or voodoo or radiology. I don't know what's making them come back to life. You know, mm-hmm. and then my friend started yapping again. And I was like, oh, fuck these God, dudes. What a fucking <laughs> douchebag. Oh, this, man, I can't believe it. They talk like that through everything. That's <laughs> unbelievable. Boy. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, those sons girl. of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> well, their hands are up. What, the, what else do you expect them to do? Right, right. Put some boobies on the screen and then shut up. <laughs> their hands are down and they start panting. You know what I mean? It's so distasteful. Yeah, disgraceful. Like, so you're saying like that's a bad thing? But that theme of mixing the religion and science together, because pretty much... All the other zombie movies that I've seen, let me go back, going back to the, um, well, if we go back to like White Zombie and I Walk with a Zombie, that was, you know, traditional voodoo along with some pharmaceuticals to kind of, you know, but then, Mm -hmm. then George Romero kind of rewrote the zombie trope to make it an effect of a virus, you know, this time from the planet, was it Venus? I think they had sent the probe to, Mm. um, and then it came down and it was a virus. And everything since then has been virus, virus, virus. You know? Yeah. That's one thing I, I do like about this. It's transmitted like it's a virus, but there's still that question. So uh, whether it's the voodoo has anything to do with it, you know, or not. And I thought that was an interesting point that you raised there, Blood Letter. Mm-hmm. That was. Let's talk about the makeup then. I mean, the makeup effects are, they are spectacular. They're traditional effects and nothing cg uh all practical and the zombies themselves they look they don't have blue skin just like in dawn of the dead they just had blue skin for the most part you know because mm-hmm. it was such a low budget movie um but this one i mean they actually applied the the makeup and the effects to like layers of almost look like maybe paper mache or cotton balls and and it kind of layered up the skin with a lot of gore they were really really creepy zombies they were well, not it was only, really not good. That, when they put the, they actually had a lot of, you know, that, a lot of the actors in that makeup. They also had like living worms and maggots. And right, I'm like, oh, to have that tolerance yeah. to even go through that, even it might be a brief role, but mm-hmm. I, I could do that. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was that's impressive to mix that up. It's the like makeup effects. Oh, good. Blood letter. No, no, go ahead, blood letter. Go ahead. I was just looking it up, and um, the effects were done by renowned Italian. Gianetto de Rossi. The makeup for the zombies was caked on in several stages, and uh, he, the director, would uh, refer to the extras as walking flower pots. So yeah, they caked it on. But you know, like even when there was that scar on his ankle or something like that, you could tell that it wasn't. It didn't look built up, and it Mm-mm. did definitely look like a a, a deep uh, ankle flesh wound and stuff like that. So. Yeah, and there's and the blood shots like when people get shot. Oh yeah, in the eye. Squirting. Oh, that's a whole oh. other thing. There's a lot of love, squirting blood and mm-hmm. and then yes, the eye getting impaled scene. That slow. It's just slow, which is a very Italian kind of trope where they just drag it on to make that suspense just last yeah. longer and longer with multiple uh, shots. And then 
Oh, yeah. punctures it. I like the ah. viewpoint from her to from the viewpoint from the zombie to the viewpoint of her. I yeah. I think you know, and it, 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 we talked about it a little earlier, but uh, definitely an Italian horror, uh, Fulci and Argento and all these other directors, they are big on the eye horror thing. Like yeah. even in the Jalo films, it's like it's just an eye fetish thing they must have. But they are huge with that across the board. Like most movies you watch, there's some scene, yeah, something's happening to eyes in it, and uh, it's just like it makes it so uncomfortable, cringeworthy. And like you point out, Montag, the deliberation, deliberately slow, slowness of that scene, drawing you in. It's like, it's knowing, it's agonizing the viewer. We're going to agonize you that much more. And then it pays off with a shot like that. That's just like, Ugh. well, yeah, because it goes on and on. It's not just a, a pop. I mean, this, yeah. this piece of wood gets impaled. It shows every inch impaling and, you know, with screams and blood and, and then, then gets broken off in her face, you know. You really uh, can't look away either, you know. You exactly can't. right. Yeah. Well, she can't. <laughs> she can't anymore. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, totally. It, it it pulls you in. It mesmerizes you. Those low developing shots are are really standard in these gory Italian horror films. Lucio Fulci has done it quite a few times. Like in, in other movies, we are going to be talking about in the future, like Gates of Hell. You know, the scene with the priest. You know. <laughs> It just it just goes on and on. Um, the beyond, yeah, yeah. With the spiders, is that the one with the spiders crawling? Yeah, the robotic spiders. So yeah, yeah. It's the scream. <laughs> right. So that that's a that's a style that, that it's almost like Hitchcockian in a way. Where, but the suspense is more immediate. The payoff is sooner, and it's it's usually grisly, you know, as as in the case here. It's very visceral. Those things, it's just like, oh, oh yeah, that right. Over their eye, it's like, oh my gosh, yeah. oh my god, oh, it's Oof. real, yeah, it's very, very gory. And then the scene that was like the gross out scene was when they were eating the woman's torso, like the group of zombies were sitting around, just all like grabbing pieces and picking up a liver and and just like mowing down on her. Uh, then just yeah, sitting there, they had the munchies, yeah. yeah. I, I remember getting a copy of Fangoria that had that on the cover. I'm like, Oh fuck, I gotta get this. You know? Yeah. yeah that, that scene is still very effective. Cause all I'm thinking is like, what the fuck are they eating? Like what? You know, that oh, liver was yeah. a real liver, but like how long has that been sitting out in this tropical heat? You know, yeah. um, which is what I heard when they were making, I don't know if it was night living dead or maybe dawn of the dead. Like when they were ripping into like the guy, the sides and they were pulling out like ribs or entrails. Oh yeah. They had got those from a, uh, from a supply company like, like a, a like a butcher you know mm -hmm. and they, these guts were sitting out they didn't have any way to air condition them so they just were satting out and they were rotting and stuff like that I'm like oh, oh like, she's a pete yeah. not the way to make a movie there george but thanks for the movie <laughs> yes oh blood butter your head looks so tiny there's so much mm -hmm. wall yeah. you're looking I'm up reading <laughs> yeah we'd we'd like to invite you to tell us what you're reading come on mm -hmm. back to the come on back to the family <laughs> come on back now open arms hands up um no i was reading it says the uh, zombies in these films were modeled to resemble the original voodoo legends of the walking dead from um Haitian and caribbean legends of people after being supposedly reanimated from the being dead in contrast to the zombies in george a romero's dawn of the dead 
and other zombie films, nearly all of these zombies walked with their heads down, their eyes closed, and with their arms always at their sides. Only three zombies featured have their eyes open. That's what I was reading. That is interesting. Yeah, very cool. I love well, that. Because that, that information ties right into the, the Haitian cultures and the belief in the, the voodooism right there. Right. So that's right. cool how they incorporated that then right with the film, with the, the whole science and yeah. versus voodoo talk we had. Yeah, that's very cool. And, and then, then that, they yeah, passed yeah. out airline barf bags before. <laughs> As shown in the trailers before the film was released, airline barf bags were handed out in a, uh, to theater moviegoers due to the unusually high amount of violence and gore for a horror film of that time. So I bet you like they all got used during the eye scene. That's probably a good one. And then the scene where they're all sitting around eating the guts, that could be one too. Well, there's a lot, I mean, just as, like where the zombies coming in through the, the, like, the weird trap door in the wall. And then the guy hits him with a shovel, lots of like decapitations and partial. Oh my God. Did you hear it? It sounded like all that pouring of the blood. That was like hilarious. We're <laughs> yeah. like, Hey, get the pitcher of blood, pour it now right. <laughs> how about the sound. one zombie the one zombie's exploding <laughs> head he's coming through that that oh, was yeah, hilarious shot. Shot yeah. of like yes! dynamite in his head or something i mean it was just it was great just an explosive squib usually yeah explosive squibs they have like a little bit of gunpowder in them yeah hmm. and you you put all kinds of shit around them you know sometimes it's like food like macaroni and cheese or like condoms full of blood and you know whatever shit's in there you know it's whatever you can yeah. find so crazy. another, the other bit of uh, trivia that I found funny was uh, Captain Haggerty, which was the, okay, it says, while shooting on location in New York City, Captain Haggerty, who plays the large bald zombie who attacks the Harbor Patrol at the beginning of the film, walked into CBGB's in full zombie makeup, complete with splattered fake blood and mud caked all over his face and body. And uh, due to the styles of the CBGB at the time being, you know, a well-known punk place, Nobody looked at him. You know, they were just like, oh, hey, you know. Wow. There you go. <laughs> nice. What will it take cool. to get noticed in this town? Right. You know, and they're like, even the bartender never looked twice at him. So, you know, they're like, oh, wow. well, here's a performance artist probably or something, you know, but he could walk right into CBGBs and like nobody bats an eye. Oh, that's great. That's pretty cool. so then, yeah. So that's, that's a funny piece of trivia. Mm-hmm. Well, learning so much about the behind the scenes. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, watching it again, I, it's probably easily been a decade or more since we've, since I've seen it anyway. And usually it's probably the last 15 times I've seen it. It's probably with you there, Chop Top, Blood Letter, <laughs> watching it and talking because it is a slow movie. And that's what it reminds right. me. I mean, it starts off great and there's a, a few tiny little pieces that keep you going, but it's, it's, it's a stylistic choice, I think, of the time. But uh, also, I mean, it's it's 1979. I mean, the the pacing of most movies in the 70s were different, and and well, along with the tradition of the the Italian slow burn, you bring all that together. But like with you, Bloodletter, you loved it. You enjoyed the story because it was unfolding, except for those two assholes who wouldn't stop talking. Oh um, gosh, I know. God, but I bet they're both really good looking. Um, You're welcome. Of course. <laughs> hands up. Put your hands up, blood letter. Oh, that's too bad. No, so, you know, Monte, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, you, you made a, you, you know, it's a great point. I was just, I was just going to say that about the seventies because all seventies horror films, they're just slow burners. 
And some of them, you know, are well worth the wait. They pay off. Right, I mean, exactly. You enjoy the journey. We just the, the Exorcist not, you know, too long ago and how much we love that film. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's just, it's brilliant. But then there's ones that just, it is just slow and it absolutely goes nowhere. But that's, I, that's typically with any film. You can Mother's Day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, our okay. first episode. Yeah. That's great. Um, but, but yeah. It, it, you know, I was just going to comment on that though. And of course, 79, you know, right during it, the, there's the, almost that transition before we hit in the eighties and where the, the slasher films were really picking up and everything. And the, the other, you know, you the look at the rip, other rip-offs of Star Wars were getting into hmm. full swing. Everyone was kind of scrambling now to make Star Wars movies. Which yeah. see a lot in the Italian cinema. Of course, everyone did it, you know. But a lot of yeah. Italian imitators, a lot of American imitators, you know. But yeah. Well, you know, if you are, like, you know, if you've never seen this, even though we've, we're spoiling quite a bit, or if you're like Love Letter, uh, you've never seen it, or if you like that slow burn and don't mind taking the journey, if you're paying attention to the story, if you can, without guys talking to you in your ears, mm-hmm. um, then you're probably really going to like it. I see Blood Letter nodding her head. I but do. I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. I wish there was like a lot more zombies in it, you know, because I mean, yeah. I, I think just especially for that time, I think their zombies were great, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I think they really did stick true to the, you know, Haitian and Caribbean voodoo, you know, look of things. I really like the different perspectives at the cam of the camera angles, like when the zombies were coming out of the ground, you could see what the viewpoint of the zombie coming out of the ground and stuff like that and sneaking up on people. And, and then you get that occasional scare of like all of a sudden the zombies there yeah. eating the girl's cheek off. And <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause they're so, I love how slow they are, but like when they get close, they pounce, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. which, which is which you don't expect that. I mean, but I love that slow shambling zombie. I mean, as much as I like the movie world war Z and, um, I don't like the fast hoarding running zombies. It's just not my, it's, I think there's a lot more potential for fun and silliness when you have a slow shambling zombie. Yeah. I like how, I like how they're all crossing that bridge in <laughs> New York. Like where the hell did you come from? <laughs> you know, all of a sudden. So, so you got to wonder how did it spread? You have, well, unless you have the one zombie who floated ashore and then started eating people. Yeah. And every time they ate, then they bit someone and it just, that's how it's spreading. That's, that's my guess. You know, I, I like the point you made about they're so slow, but when they get close to their meal, they're binging. You know, it's like they're pouncing. You know, it surprises me a lot. You know, if if, if you put yourself, if you were in a real life situation like that, though, you could easily outrun them. The whole, I think, the point of horror though is that they're on an isolated island, mm-hmm. can't really get off. They're everywhere. It's infested. And it's like so York, even if you outrun them, island is going to be this new island, yeah, it's like a bigger version of the island that they started on. Right. Even even if you do outrun them, are you still going to be able to get off them and survive? That was like a burning question. The whole time I'm watching the film, even years ago and still to this day, it's like, okay, it's totally infested. Yes, they're very slow. But even if you're constantly running, constantly, what if you can't get out of there? You know? So I mean, you're how screwed. far away oh. is the Caribbean to New York? They should have thought about that a little bit harder. Miami, Miami would have been a much more realistic kind of destination. Can you look that up in the trivia, Blood Letter? I will. Let me see. How in the hell did you get from New York to Haiti in a couple hours? Well, I guess maybe it just maybe that's how it got infested so much was uh, because it took took that long of a time to get to New York. Then I guess right. By the time, well, if if that first zombie that had been there. 
if that's the yeah. one that really did start mm. triggering all the rest of them. It makes mm -hmm. sense that it, it would be hours probably before anyone was on the radio. Because by the time the radio announcer is like saying the zombies are out there, he's like, oh, no, they've broken in. They're here, you know. Uh, so there's a lot of zombies, and they know how to get into a radio station. They're not just wandering. And so they, they washed up on the shore, but still that would take time too, you know. Mm -hmm. You want to well, get nitty gritty. He was in the harbor, right? Exactly. And then how long does how long does it take before someone gets bitten and gets infected? You know, we we don't have a timeline. It happens. Yeah, we don't have. Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't see that change that lapse. Yeah, and, and like to be in able to gauge that frame. In, yeah. in Dawn of the Dead, it's, the virus took a couple days or maybe you know, even a week to mm -hmm. kill. You. Like if you weren't killed outright, you know, like one of the main characters uh, who gets bitten and eventually turns. Like he keeps on helping him, you know, get stuff, supplies, and it seems like days before he turns. So yeah, so we don't know the turn rate in this one because everyone, except for the one, the one woman who comes back, uh, Nips, you know, when she comes back to, uh, <laughs> mm. you know, we. But how long have they been on the island? Was it a matter of like a day, a couple hours? You know, we don't know. Right. You know, any more? And speaking of that, that was one of the that was one of the best kill scenes too. With oh, it, and yeah. they ripped out with her that neck. That blood just kept gushing yeah. out of it. Whatever the, the pump they used. Yeah. Fantastic. It's like using the, the blood bazooka, you know, in Monster <laughs> Party Beach. It just, um, but to slow that down, that's, uh, that would be awesome. You've never seen Monster Party Beach, have you, Bloodletter? No, I, ha no, I haven't. I've, I've been saving that for you guys. You want to watch it with us? I'll watch mm -hmm. it with you. Yeah. I like watch watching my own genius. I have no problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch all three of them in one day. That's a lot. But, uh, I mean, I, I can only take myself so much of myself. Um, yeah, but I love the, the gore. It's just copious amounts of blood. The zombies look great. And being one of the first really, well, 79. So, actually, this came out a year after Dawn of the Dead, didn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. Dawn of the Dead was 78. Right. Mm -hmm. They were saying, like, um, in Italy, it was it was marketed as zombie with just an eye. And then, uh, but to market it over here, they were calling it Zombie Two. It was marketed, or they called it like Zombie, zombie in right? Italy and stuff like that. But then they were marketing it as Zombie Two over here for the American audience. Bloodletter, well, uh, did you read anything in your in your information about? Because I I heard this film was banned in a lot of countries before um, it got a wide, you know, massive release, and they let let down the censors a little bit. But it was. I believe it was banned in a lot of countries. Irish, yeah, it said originally banned by the Irish Film Censor's oh. Office on the 14th of October 1980. It was passed 18 fittingly on Halloween of that year after being submitted to the Film Appeal Board and again on 23rd October 2012 for very strong and gory violence for that year's re-release -re by Arrow Films. So it was... In Ireland, I guess, was mostly where it was banned. Yeah. Well, it's good that you put a remaster on Arrow. Arrow does a lot of nice remasters and some of the horror films that are a little, you know, they're mm -hmm. underground a little more. But they that's a good company. And some nice that's things cool. in there. I don't think I'm in the mood to be buying this anytime soon. But uh, yeah. you know, yeah, it's it's a movie you pull out every once in a while. And if you're if it, you're in the mood for it, it's great. Um, so yeah, the zombies are great. The, the gore shots are fantastic. The, you know, just the amount of viscera. That was like the first time I think I'd really, I had seen zombie before I saw Dawn of the Dead. 
But Dawn of the Dead has has all those kinds of things. And well, I'd like to talk to Dawn of the Dead in another episode. Bloodletter, have mm-hmm. you seen Dawn of the Dead, the original? Yeah, I have. But oh, I'll watch it again because yeah. I forget. You know, sure. I fall yeah, asleep I, I, and it's, I wake up in a blank state. Like, what? New day. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> right. Where I am like I? The, uh, I like the remake too, actually. I, I maybe I've not few. seen it. I will. It not. was good with Bing Ring. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's just a holy of holies for me, man. This is like, it's just so I, I get it. Be made. Yeah. Right. It's the holy grail, right? Yeah. yeah. For me, for me, it is. It's just like they shouldn't have made re- Halloween or, you know, like the Fog remake. You know? We should do a show on that. Oh, the Fog remake was god awful. Shouldn't right. Exactly. That. See, that's you know. They're, they're talking about make remake. Like it was guys. an awful movie anyway. So why would you remake yeah. oh, it? First one's great. But they were talking about remaking are you ready? The Exorcist. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Lovely that's in Boy, oh I wonder God. what the fuck they're gonna cut out of that one. They're not gonna say oh, have or say any of those things that Reagan says. You're okay, not gonna can't have say it. your mother sucks cocked in hell. Okay, how about um uh, how about uh can't wait to see in hell? Oh, that's really scary. Right. Yeah. You yeah. can't replace that acting either, that cast. How are you going to replace oh, you know, exactly. Linda Barrage? Again, we're, I'm getting derailed here, but I, I think right. we should make that an episode in the future. That would be fun yes. to talk about those things. I'm going to contact Linda Blair. Why not? And ask her if she'd like to come on the yeah. show. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. Yes. Linda, if you're listening, I'll be in touch. This is Montag. So here, Chap Tap, on the, uh, more of the banning thing, it said when first submitted to the BBFC in 1980, the movie was passed with an X rating with one minute, 46 seconds cut out. It's probably the nude diving scene. Then we can show zombies killing people. We just can't show boobies, people. Damn it. It was probably the nurse that we wanted her to strip down and she never did in the film. Damn them. Okay. Then with the video recordings act, it was banned in 1984 as a video nasty quote unquote. It was removed from the DPP list, and the original cinema release was re-released in 92 with an 18 rating. In 99, it was once again re-rated with only 23 seconds of cuts for an 18 rating. Finally, it was passed uncut with an 18 rating in 2005 with a 91-minute runtime. Hmm. I wonder what they cut out. That's a well-traveled movie. I mean, that's been a lot of different, you know, re-release, take it off, re-release, put it here, take on, you know, a ton mm-hmm. of stuff. Wow. So then it says, although the title Zombie 2 was given by the producers to cash in on Zombies, a.k.a. Dawn of the Dead, 78 success, scriptwriter, I'm probably going to botch his name, um, Dardano Sarchetti, based his script to Zombie 2, on I Walk with a Zombie, 1943, Voodoo Island, 1957, and The Walking Dead, 1936, stating that he wanted to bring the zombie grenier back with its Caribbean and voodoo roots. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Nice. So, it's yeah. nice that they're not connected at all because, again, Romero is going under the, the guise of the, you know, it's the virus. You know, that's how it's transmitted and that's how it's thought of. No, I, I always like the I always like the voodoo theory of it, you know. Yeah, all the voodoo is nice. Thing. I was separating the two. Zombie yeah, cool. has this voodoo aspect, right. and you know, the, all the all the everything else was this virus. But 
but yeah, I like the creepiness of the voodoo because that could be, you know, that could be exploited in a whole different kind of, you know, storylines or plot or like who's driving it. You know, why we never see the voodoo, any of the voodoo practitioners on the island. Tie it in with Cannibal Corpse, right? Yeah. Was it um, the movie Cannibal Corpse, right? Yeah. That was a band called Cannibal Corpse. Band. Oh, no, yeah. What was, okay, what was the movie? What was the movie, though, that I'm thinking of? Oh, Cannibal Ferox. Holocaust. Oh. Cannibal Holocaust. Ugh. Is that it? <laughs> I know. Never want to review or see those films ever nope. again. No. Nope. No. <laughs> it was like Trace of the Death. Like, nope. You just don't <laughs> want to revisit some things in your life. <laughs> You're still carrying the trauma. Because Montag, we went through trying to watch some Traces of Death one time, and we ended up watching for the next six hours Simpsons episodes to get our minds up. We were so grim and just so like it was like, oh, we yeah. gotta get our. It wasn't like death. Faces of Death where they recreated stuff. I mean, this was brutal. Like, oh fuck. Okay. I mean, that was what twenty some years ago. I could never do that now. I would like it nope. just turns my stomach just thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Man. Yeah, I remember what we saw that made us turn us away. I'm like, nope, that's enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't think the body had that much blood in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So these gore effects by Lucio Fulci are the, the, they're great, <laughs> but the blood's a little slower. But as you were mentioning, the uh, chop top that the kill scene with the neck being thrown out or ripped out, mm-hmm. it's done in slow motion, like super slow motion from multiple camera angles, and there's this great gurgling, gushing blood that is, you know, to this day so really effective. And I think that's what, why we come back to this movie in, in a lot of ways. I mean, we've seen this a dozen times. We don't need to ever see it again. But we right. come back to it once in a while because it's, it is, at its part, it's a really good movie. It, the effects are great. It's compelling in that way. Um, slow. You know, it's slow. But the moments of the zombie gore are really, really kind of great. Yeah, and I, again, uh, Made It Unique is, is talking about Haitian or, or voodoo rituals and instead of a tr- traditional virus, you know, look at it. And I think that leaves you, because you don't see, like you said, Monte, you don't see the rituals itself. You don't see any of the, what's going on with it, but you do hear drums at times and things like that. Right. And that gets you in your mind. Like, island. Yeah. I, I know, I, I'm, I'm thinking going through it like, is that what's causing it? What are they doing during that ritual? Is this bringing these people, you know? So sure. that's had me thinking the whole time, just with that, just the drums in the background. Didn't have to right. sell anything more, didn't have to give away anything. But it left you kept thinking and guessing on that whole. So I, I really appreciated that. Yeah. Blood letter, your thoughts? And now I kind of think I'm like, it would be kind of cool if they kind of did explain, you know, like, was there one uh, like voodoo master, you know, witch doctor still on the island, like putting all these people, you know, raising them from the dead, you know, that would have been kind of cool mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. have them encounter it. Maybe not necessarily say anything, but just. You know, gave you gave you a hint of that. You know, like yeah, like what it wasn't. He wasn't intending. Well, to like send what him was he checking his blood him. for too? Is it is it just like he was he checking he his was, blood to see if he was a, a zombie himself? I think, was, I think he was checking. Yeah, checking something. He had some kind of plan in place to check why these people were turning into zombies. So what <laughs> if it's both? What if you have the the supernatural element that resurrects the spirit or of the dead person or something like that? They're they're up, they're moving around, but what if that one of two possibilities that supernatural thing kind of does something to them. So it makes them infectious or maybe this is a combination of the supernatural element 
and any kind of like a bacterium that or germ that you know that gets passed because when you get bitten say you don't die you're going to have like zombie saliva and blood and everything else in you so i don't know possible but, but how far does the voodoo reach too like do you have to be within the range or is this going to like re- start resurrecting people all over the world in new york in their graveyards there you go <laughs> Then they come out, they say, more brains, you know. Yeah. Right. Uh, just a great movie. It is. It, it is. really was, yeah. Yeah, slow, but it's really a creepy and effective. I'm so mm-hmm. glad we got to share this moment with you, Bloodletter. Your first zombie. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I loved it. I loved it. I actually really did. I thought it was a great movie. I mean, yeah, slow, but I like the zombies, the look of them, yeah. the feel don't of lie. them. Don't, don't lie. She's like sitting there going, yeah, it would have been a lot nicer if I didn't have to listen to those two <laughs> sons of bitches continue to yeah, chat. I was waiting for it. Well, Stop, if, you, yeah, if you like the look of these zombies, Bloodletter, and you like the creepiness of them, I I will suggest we do what we do burial ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if we don't, I mean, if we're gonna watch it, we might as well do a show on it. But if nothing yeah. else, then we gotta watch burial ground, Bloodletter. Um, yeah. Exactly. Have you seen it? I know you've heard us joke about it. No. Okay. We will have to schedule that out in the future. I'm so excited. (laughs) My little black heart is going pitter patter. Oh, well, this has been a good episode. If you have never seen Zombie, get out there and check it out. But until the next time or until uh, our next show, which is, uh, well, we're still working on what's going to happen on our next show. (laughs) Um, You can find Heavy Metal Horror on unsaneradio.com. You can listen to full episodes or download to your device Facebook at Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. That's the name of the Facebook page. On Instagram, look for Montag Lewis. That's one word, M-O-N-T-A-G-L-E-W-I-S. Anything you guys want to add before we take out of? No, I'm pretty... I'm, I'm, All right, I'm zombified. I'm pretty spent. Oh, that was a good, yes. was a great episode. Good, good fun. I'm too tired to put my hands up. Well, I've been Montag, Master of Illusion, Chop Top, Blood Letter, and you've been listening to Heavy, Heavy Metal, metal. Horror. Horror. Horror.